The Grow My Cleaning Company podcast helps owners of cleaning companies just like you to grow your company and yourself so you can make more money and finally get the time and money freedom that probably got you into this business. Discover how to automate and create systems that allow you to grow like crazy without losing control. If you dig the show and want to show some love, subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. It really helps. Enjoy the show. Hey, Cleaning Nation. Mike Campion here with probably Cleaning Nation's favorite. She's the best. It's Tracy Thompson. Not that everyone else isn't great, but Tracy's amazing and we all love her. So today uh, we are recording this, for those of you listening to it in the vast future of the unknown, um, we are recording this early December 2022. And you know, Tracy gets a lot of exposure to the mindsets and the beliefs uh, for our clients, both the ones holding the back and the ones um, that are helping them get the results that they want. And this time of year, we get a lot of beliefs around goal setting. And anyway, all that said, Tracy's got some good stuff. I'm just going to be here to heckle and ask questions and participate. So if you want to hear more about how to make sure the 2023 is what you want, and maybe you get different 2023 than the results you get in 2022, you're in the right spot. Tracy, take it away. Awesome. Yes. So tis the season to set goals for the next year. And we've all done some form of this at some point. But I want to talk today a little bit about a different perspective on that. Because what we all typically do is sit down with a piece of paper or maybe with our spouse or partner and start talking out goals. And they usually start with things like money and revenue as its business goals. Don't forget weight. Yeah. <laughs> Don't forget weight. Weight, weight, yes, my health, I get all that good stuff. And we write stuff down. We write these big, you know, big goals. Um, but the thing that I find so interesting is that we're doing it typically from this exact same perspective that we had the same point of view, the same us, right? It's the same me that made the goals in the beginning of 2022. And I got where I got because I'm coming from the same perspective I always have. And it's kind of a conundrum because we want to think bigger. We're trying to get outside of our, our um, old self to try to do new things. The challenge I find is when we set goals from the same perspective, a, we typically don't go as, we, we think smaller. A, we always think smaller than we should because we're pulling the past into our past, our own past, ourself into the present moment while we're trying to project out into the future. It just doesn't, it causes us to play small. That's number one. And number two is it's just very difficult to get that outside perspective being on the inside. And this is going to, this is where I'm leading with this, Mike, is, is that when we sit down to make bigger goals, A, we need somebody else. We typically, all of us need somebody else from the outside to go, wait a minute, is that really, like, is that the best you can do? And I don't think so, right? To push you beyond your own limited past self-perception and bringing all of your past stuff into the into the future or the potential future. So having a different perspective, bringing somebody in that isn't biased to your limitations to help you grow, to help you get beyond those limits. And I call that a mentor, a coach, mentor. You and I both have said mentors and coaches 
because we know this to be true. And I'd love to open this up today to talk about that. Me too. I am like seriously, hopefully my typing didn't annoy you guys, but I'm seriously taking notes because you're saying so many true things. The couple things I wanted to get, which are, and so funny, by the way, Tracy, as I'm typing, you're saying kind of what I was going to type, but in a different way, I'm like, perfect. I can just bring a different flavor to the same concepts. Um, First of all, I think the big meaty thing for me here, and I literally have one of my coaches help me through this just within the last 30 days. I had a belief that if I've tried this thing before, and it didn't work, mm-hmm. it won't work in the future. Hmm. And, we, and we've done in podcasts before, two truths and a lie, right? Right. Or truthful things that are truthful. And we've, we kind of set that framework of, I've tried to get out of cleaning before, and it didn't work. Truth. Every time I did, employees quit. Truth. Therefore, if I try again, employees will quit, and I'll never be able to get out. Lie. Mm-hmm. So... I think a more complete belief, because and that's the insidious part. If I just said something that was a complete lie, you're a failure, you've always been a failure, there's nothing you ever succeeded at, and you'll never succeed right. in the future. It's very easy for you to go, well, that's not the truth. That's not true. <laughs> right. Yeah, like if I told Tracy, pretty smart for a chick six foot three, you look ridiculous, big bird. It wouldn't hurt her feelings because she's like, I am not we wouldn't debate, we wouldn't argue, she wouldn't go home and like cry into her pillow. She would just move on with her life because it's not now. If I said, would you say you're five seven? If I go, man, you've got a beautiful frame, Tracy. If you're just a couple inches taller, you know, it'd look lovely. Tracy's so powerful mentally, she'd ignore me. But some people might go, Well, at least because that's <laughs> silent tear going down dry voice <laughs> or here's a real one for ladies and luckily Tracy loves me she's like Tracy you are the perfect weight for a woman I don't know three four inches taller than you like I really want to get nasty <laughs> and Tracy looks lovely by the way she and I both just lost uh, some weight and uh, she looks more lovely than I but she's looking great anyway so if we say something that's half tied to the truth and her height weight is perfect for her body but if I said something like, you look ridiculous, you big six foot three big bird, because it's just completely disassociated with the truth, she's not gonna, it's not gonna hurt her or affect her. But if I said, man, you got a perfect weight, you're just a couple inches taller, you know, five seven is good, five nine would be beautiful, because that's some, you know what I'm saying? It has some. So she's like, well, maybe hold on, we can talk. So the insidious part of the two truths and a lie is it starts with the two truths. Right. So the the belief of if I haven't done it before, that makes it less likely that I'm going to do it in the future. That's actually a truth. That's absolutely the truth, but it's not the complete truth. And it's got a built-in insidious lie into it. Built right. in, I have no power. Yeah. A fuller, less insidious truth would be, I've done certain things in the past and I've gotten these results. If I do those same things in the future, I should have a very high expectation of doing, getting the same results. Now, if I try a different path, I'll most certainly get different results. And maybe they'll be better, maybe they'll be worse, but it would be very unreasonable for me to expect the same results with very different inputs. So I just have to do different inputs. That's a little bit more of a full belief. So let me give one example of that input, and then I'm going to turn it back to Tracy. And this is one of my big pet peeves. Every year around early, mid-December, we start doing the, and our business picks up, you know, oh, I want to have a different... 2023, and it's great because we can help when everybody gets excited and blah, blah, blah. Why not just call May 3rd or October 16th or 
Tuesday at midnight, whenever the frick in your heart, you go, I'm done. I, it has not, the calendar was just made up. You know what I'm saying? Like we all just kind of agreed on this thing that it's the new year, but the new year could have just as easy. And what the heck does the new year have to do with anything? So if before you're like, I'm going to wait to the new year to lose weight, change this, do that. Just like Tracy said, you don't have to do things that's gotten you where you're at. And I'm going to do it by myself or I'm going to half butt it, right? I'm going to go in a little bit. I'm not going to go all, all in. That's what got you where you want to go now. So if you want to do something different. Right now, you're listening to this podcast, whether it's on December 5th when we're recording it or April 3rd. Go in. And if you've gone a little bit in, you got a little bit of results, maybe go all in. Like Trace said, find a coach or something that can help you and really do something different. All right. Rant over. Back to the smart lady. Well, the, the irony, the irony in all of this is when we ask ourselves, why are we where we are? The mm. answer is in the question. Mm. <laughs> because it's us. Right. is because of who you are and who you've been and how you've behaved and the choices that you've made. And so just as you pointed out, the sort of craziness, this weird, distorted thinking of, well, you know, I'm going to bring the exact same me, but this kind of the same habits and the same choices, the same basic. I'm not going to break out of that, but expect somehow next year for it to be different. Uh, the next time I set this goal but not changing anything fundamentally. And this is why I was saying, I was pointing out how important it is to have an outside party, an outside person who doesn't see us from the same perspective. And it's interesting, you you said you just shared, you just did this with your coach. I just did this with my mentor. Um, and, and we are less likely to challenge our, quote, truths, the ones that we keep telling ourselves are true, but really aren't because they're totally biased. We are unlikely to challenge those truths in the same way a, an outside party like a mentor or coach can. And so I'm coming at this from a slightly different, first of all, the only person who can change it is you. That's true. But if you want to have radically different results, then you're going to need to get out of this same paradigm, the same place, the same thinking that you that got you here. This is where the leaping off point is. So we can't keep saying we want something radically different and do something slightly different than we've been doing. So let me give an example. I think we will all get just about instantly. Yes. Well, first of all, Hopefully we can agree. Let me give a truth that will be helpful. White knuckling does not work, right? That's why most of these, you know, New Year's Eve resolutions end somewhere around like, you know, the third week of January, or the first week of March, or the first, the first week of February, because that's what white knuckling will get you. We'll get you some results. I'm going to do it. I'm going to batten down the hatches, double down, just get at it. I'm going to eat less, work harder, do more. Great. Doesn't work. The reason it doesn't work is just like Tracy said, you're bringing that same person to yourself. So I think we kind of get, everyone gets to a general, the, the, the value of a different perspective through a coach. By definition, they don't have the experience you have. If they're right. a good coach, they've done, they've helped not just one or themselves get the result. By the way, it's always a good thing. Like, hard for me to take advice from a fat <laughs> or a broke business coach, just saying. Um, but they've done it not just once or twice for themselves, but for dozens or hundreds of other people. What that really brings is dozens or hundreds of perspectives 
that because you you know we all have this trace you've never heard this but just so you know some of our clients feel their business is different <laughs> you don't understand <laughs> people don't want to work my clients my niche my whatever my business is different so when you've got those hundred points of and again tracy's talked to hundreds if not thousands of owners of cleaning companies one-on-one and they've all had someone in your circumstance so let me give an example that i think we'll all go yeah you're right i think the reason travel especially travel to foreign countries is so powerful is you are immersed in other perspectives, whether you like it or not, 24-7, completely different. And, you know, with YouTube, you can watch videos and read books and see pictures and feel like you've been there. But until you've been there, you haven't been there. So just as part of the value, a lot of the value we get from travel is getting other perspectives that are just wildly different. Like you can read about how they take a, you know, siesta in the afternoon or in France, they don't, you know, start dinner until nine and maybe till midnight. And you know it, but until you've done that for a week with other people and like felt and lived that life, you're like, oh, this is what it looks like. And until they've seen what a crazy American wants to work all the time looks like, they might get it, but they don't get it. So travel is great to expose yourself to different perspectives just for general well-roundedness, but a coach in a very specific area is a way to expose yourself to a very specific set of perspectives that are going to get the results that you want and experience. Yeah. If I could, experience. Pick, you know, and I'm the tactical guy, right? Tracy's the belief yeah. mindset person. I really think not to dis- <laughs> disparage my own skill set. It's really 30%, maybe 40%. I think 60, 70% is the belief. If I could wave a magic wand and have you believe what a successful business owner would believe or know how to do what the successful business owner does, I'd take the beliefs every freaking time. And, and I love books. I've written two books. I've read hundreds of books. I love books. But there's something about doing life eyeball to eyeball with a guy, with the gal that you have confidence has done it. That is because in the book, you're like, oh, I'd love to ask this guy this. Or what about my or how can I would I, And even if the guy or the coach says the same thing in the book again, you just needed to hear it. And that's what got the switch. So I guess feel free to share any other quote unquote content that you wanted to share, Tracy. But the question I want to ask and feel free to answer it with or without any other bullet points you had is thousands of people listening, whatever they're right now is <laughs> right now for us, right now for them, whatever they're now is who have wanted to do something before, but they have a belief. Well, I got a coach once and it didn't work, or I want a coach, but they're expensive and I can't afford it. Or my, if I'm really being honest, I'm afraid I'll do that and then I'll still fail and then I'll have nothing left. Like they've got some goofy stuff holding them back that's kept them in the past from taking action. How can they make today, even if it's May 3rd, even if it's not, you know, how can they make today be the day they actually change your life as opposed to just another, like, that was a good podcast. I should really do something. Oh, the phone's ringing, the email's in, I'm back to my life and nothing changes. Well, it has to start with the the readiness to embrace what we're saying as a just a fundamental truth to begin with. That more of the same is going to get more of the same. And that you have to make the initial decision that this is the line in the sand for you. I'm done getting those results. I am done banging my head against the same wall, the same way, getting the same result or very small incremental. And you have to start there. When you're really, really saying, okay, that's it. 
I'm done. Now, I believe that the only real way for me to make radical change is not in small little increments. This is one of the things of my mentors, not just the one currently, but every mentor I've ever had said, if you're going to break out of an old pattern, you're going to have to do things pretty differently. I mean, like you're going to have to put initially, you're going to have to put a whole, like your whole self into this new paradigm. And so mindset wise, so you talked about mindset. This is an exercise that I do with a lot of our people. As I said, okay, let's, let's not think of yourself. Let's try a little exercise, try it on like a suit, right? We're going to try this on. Imagine yourself, let's say they bill, you know, half a million dollars a, a year, let's say they're at that level in their business. Instead of saying, well, imagine at a million dollars, I'm like, okay, double, whatever. We can kind of take the past and try to project that into the future and try to imagine what that's going to be like. But if I, I said, all right, scratch that. You own a $10 million company now. Whether it's the same company or not, that's not the point. You own a $10 million company. How are you different? What do you, like, imagine yourself. You get up in the morning. You own a $10 million company. Suddenly that shifts for people. They get, they can't, they can no longer try to drag the past into the, into the future. They have to reimagine completely reimagine, quote, who they'd be, how would they act? How would they show up? How would they, what kind of conversations would they have? How would they um, approach problem solving? Would they have more support? Would they have, so it's, it's funny because when I require people to go past all the resistance, the initial, like doubling their business, they're still in it. So let me give you, let me give you one reason, because I'm so loving what you're saying. I just yeah. I hear a third of Clean Nation saying this one thing, and I want to, I want to be their voice. Yes. First of all, I love that, because I think if we said, here is who I would spend time with, and how I would spend that time, and how I'd think, and how I'd make decisions, how I'd let or not let problems or potential problems change me, or who's how I'd get mentored by, or mm-hmm. here's how I think about money. I think we probably get 80% of that right. Right. Like obviously you have to live it to, to really be it, but we get, I think we're pretty close. So that mindset, I love, I love all this, but here's the reason I'm jumping in is because here's a fear. Someone's going to go, they're going to make up some stupid excuse. I could Tracy, you don't understand. I don't have the money. It, I, it takes money to make money or my family doesn't support me or there's some belief that will even stop them from getting there. Like I don't, and I, and I respect it. And I want to be honest. We don't want to just be fairy tale land of like, let's just make believe and all come true. Cause obviously that's not the case. But they've got some belief, sadly, this is heartbreaking. It won't even let them countenance that idea. They're just like, I couldn't even. It's never even. Or you don't understand. I don't have money. I don't have this. I was born poor or stupid or whatever. What do you say to that guy or gal to unlock his, just even get permission to even think that this could be a reality for them? Well, the the interesting thing is the one preface I make to that, that exercise is that you're not allowed to bring your past into it. <laughs> like you cannot, at this point, you hit your head, you have amnesia, you don't remember anything about your past. And I've dropped you into this scenario because it is hard for us to let go of all the stories of what, 
this is how I got here. This is what made me who I am. <clears throat> these, these are my limitations. Let me argue for that more. Well, and let me just, hey, that's genius. What you said is just, I love that rule. Just no, no thinking about the past. And let's just talk about that for one second. Yeah. Would someone that was kind of futzing around at this level, up, a little down, having a little success, or maybe kind of going up at a slow thing, but before they hockey stick, before they did that, would they take a massive belief about not letting their past get in the way? Yes. So the first step to be like, we're talking about how would that $10 million business owner think he wouldn't think about past hiccups anyway. So you're kind of already starting doing what you need to do anyway. So that rule of the past can't come. They pack them up in bags, leave them at the door, walk out the door. Genius. And the assumption is that if you are already there, then if you look retrospectively, well, they, I must have conquered those things. I'm here. I must have figured it out. I must have gotten then, solutions. That looks so big now from this perspective. And again, it's just when you look at the problem, the problem gets big. And you look at the solution, the problem, the solution gets big and the problem gets small. So I love that just five years in the future, I've now got a $10 million business. I figured it out. I must have. And it just puts that in its proper perspective. <laughs> right. Whereas right now, that, that that's probably half the problem is the problem is in an improper perspective. I just I'm loving everything you're saying, Trace. So what I, what I've loved, and I just just got done with a workshop where where I asked everyone to do this and then got their feedback and said, just that alone. Forget how to and what did it, how did I get it to me? Forget that. What was it like? Did you feel different? Did you did you suddenly imagine that you made decisions differently? Every single person raised their hand and said, wow, I get that I have been way too in the weeds thinking that this micro problem I'm dealing with right now, my hiring, you know, oh, I only got two people to show up to my last group interview. Okay, that kind of micro problem is not the the real problem it's it's this it's the mindset it's me thinking that that's all i am i'm only the at the level of i can't figure out this micro problem so i globally suck and i can't do all these other big bigger things and so once i got out of that then i asked a few of them to look at the quote problem that they were approaching at the very moment, at that very moment, that day, and ask them how would $10 million owner approach it? How would you approach it now that you're the $10 million business owner? And they all came up with different solutions. Every and, the, and the crazy thing is if we had a magic button that could fast forward two to seven years, however long it takes you to get to that $10 million thing, I promise you four and a half years in the future, once you you're doing a million dollars a month, not a year, a month. And you go, do you remember what that big thing was that was holding you back? Yeah. Either you go, I can't. And the thing that right, right now feels like the biggest problem in the world that is insurmountable, I'll bet you 50-50 either go, I can't, or you can, and you're like, holy crap. When I look at it now, it just seems insane. It's almost like you go to, I was born pretty poor, and I went past my old house that I grew up in that I thought was like, you know, it was in the ghetto. It is, well, now it's gentrified. It's now in a nice part of town, but it's still time they have added onto it. But when I started, like, that was a tiny little house, two bedroom, one bath. I mean, couldn't have been more than a thousand square feet. My mom's like, it was a 500 square foot house, dude. 
So you go back to your, and I say house with little air quotes. <laughs> you go back to your, or anyone that's gone back to their childhood bedroom and it looks tiny. Tiny, right. Because you've expanded not just your body, but who you are. And it just feels like this is what I thought was my whole world and my thing. And now it looks so small. Same thing. All right. I could listen to Tracy talk about this until the cows come home. But, um, you know, she's- Well, here's, I want to tie this back to where we started really quick and then we'll wrap. So for me, when when I mentor, I'm in in the position of coach and mentor for our people and I ask them to do this. They are able to get out of that limitation And when my mentor did the same thing recently with me, I got outside of my limitations. And I'm pretty good at this. And I know you're pretty good at this in general. But here's the point. If Mike and I still need that outside perspective to just give us that, get beyond ourselves, then this is a universal truth that if you want to go faster and you want to compress time to that $10 million version of yourself, then have somebody who sees it and who's already can help you get there and compress time faster. I'm just saying that the value of a mentor is limitless. Seriously. There are two types of people, um, people that know they need help and people that don't know that they need help. <laughs> not people that need and don't need. There's people that recognize. And that's the frustrating part. Tracy made a good point. Like she and I are pretty good. I think mentally. Mm-hmm. compared to a lot of people that we coach. And we just know more clearly and definitely that we need help uh, outside perspective. And some of the people that are just starting need it the most. They don't recognize that need. So, okay, guys, gals, if this has been wildly helpful and you're like, what do I do? How do I start? Go to growingcleaningcovenant.com. There's nothing for sale. Um, obviously, there's more podcasts. But before we do another podcast, listen to the free on-demand training at the end. There's an opportunity for you to talk with a coach, again, for free, just to really get some clarity, take advantage, take action. If you do nothing, we'll have a great 23 and a half minutes or whatever this thing is. And to what end? Nothing's going to change until you do. Get at it. See you soon. Well, here we are at the end of the podcast and you made it. Great job. Uh, I've got a little bonus for you before for sticking through with me. But like I mentioned before, if you got value out of this podcast and you want to show a little love, subscribe, rate, and review on it. iTunes, Spotify, wherever the heck you're listening to this thing, share it with a friend, share the love. And as a special thank you for those of you that stuck with me in the end, how about I give you my personal phone number so we can text? It's a great way for me to get to know you, your business, your goals personally. So shoot me a text now, 602-932-6431. 602-932-6431. I am the only one who responds to these texts and I will personally respond to everyone I possibly can as long as uh, this number is manned. Uh, don't know how long we're going to keep this at the end of the podcast, so grab it now. 602-932-6431. Give me a text. Say hey. Can't wait to meet you.